What does that mean to play this out? Why do you st why are you starting off the same exact way? Damn it! <laughs> the last time I heard you start, you did that same exact thing. What does this mean to play this out? Anyway. Welcome to episode 19 fucking thing of the sucks. <laughs> Welcome Welcome to episode 19 of a Kenny for your thoughts podcast. The podcast where Brandon spends an uncomfortable amount of time on my driveway after leaving my house. Brandon. I was fumbling and bumbling trying to like get my phone plugged into the thing it, it's it not was the first time though. Dying. Yeah. It's trying. not the first time. It's like I, I look outside and like, you know, like, you know, after you leave, I do things like take the trash out or whatever. And so because it's Tuesday night, I think I've said that before. I take out the trash. 15 minutes later, and you're still in the driveway and you're staring at me awkwardly. I don't even know if you have your pants on. Uh it's it's a kind of an awkward situation. It's kind of like you're just looking at me like, you know, just like you you got caught or something. It's weird. There's something wrong with my phone. It's like that. It's like when you pull the charger out of it too much, and it like starts degrading or something. And then is it on silent at least, so we don't have to hear it? Yeah, yeah, in no, the no, middle no, of the podcast. Silent. Okay, it's on silent. Because you've right you've ruined every episode in in 2018. I don't need 2019 episodes uh, ruined, especially now that we're big leaguing it, bro. We're big leaguing it on this podcast. We have opportunities in the wrestling business. Maybe we should speak on that right now. Chris um, Hamrick, I mean, that was pretty I mean, big league. The Chris Hamrick interview was was freaking awesome. He, I actually jumped on Facebook, uh, not Facebook, Jesus, uh, Instagram Live the other day, and he jumped on and he started ribbing me a little bit, and he, and I started by the end of it, I was saying Chris Hamrick's a dick, and <laughs> don't listen to the interview that we did with him. Um, but yeah, freaking freaking awesome stuff, man. I mean, our our followers have have doubled in the past weekend alone. So happy birthday to me because that all happened on my birthday. Uh, freaking awesome stuff, man. Well, also sidebar, I want to drop the characters for a little bit. I did want to thank you and our friend Marty Mar, the Martin Borden, uh, because y'all made my birthday very special. Uh, the night before you, you all did pay for my, my meal. I didn't expect that. Uh, I ran that tab up pretty high, so I feel bad, but thank you for that. <laughs> Cheers, Brandon. That was an expensive steak. I must say. Yeah, I, I want, if I had known you'd be paying for it, I would I would have probably ordered like chicken fingers. But I was like, I'm gonna treat myself. I'm, I don't I only turn thirty once. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Father Kenny. Thank you, Brandon. And right now, I am sipping out of our new our new cup. Look at this, Brandon. I don't know if you could see this. It says the men, and then in fine print, it says who have a pretty badass wrestling podcast. Kind of a Becky Lynch parody shirt, and has our logo on the other side. Uh, you can get this at teespring.com, and I don't remember the link, but I'll post it right here. Here it is, guys. So, <laughs> um, wow. Wow, Brandon, you're you're really good at the transitions today. Oh, I was waiting for the graphic to come up. I didn't see anything. It's because I have to edit that in post-production, post oh. Brandon. Oh, damn it. Wow, good job. Do you think I can just snap my fingers and make graphics appear? Yeah, I thought... Like I was like going to check the link out and I was waiting for it to come up and nothing was happening. Who am I, Prince? Like with my aura? Just blow it out at you. I might just oh, edit it me blowing out some graphics right there. So, Brandon, <laughs> let's get right into it. I mean, we got the Royal Rumble coming up. Uh, my favorite freaking pay per view of all time. I love the Rumble. I'm 
But again, it's because it's near my birthday, I guess, right? So your favorite pay-per-view must be Hell in a Cell since it's October. <laughs> Not quite. Or it used to be October. <laughs> yeah, my birthday changes uh, month to month. Speaking of changing month to month, we should also thank our sponsors, Ethos Coffee Roasters. Save 10%. <laughs> what are you eating? Hmm? What, what are you eating right now? Nothing. <laughs> Brandon took a 10, 10% of a bite out of that sandwich just now. But if you want to take a bite out of 10% of your price at ethosroasters.com, go ahead and use our code. What is our code, Brandon? Don't sleep, even though we look tired as hell right now. Use code don't sleep to take 10% off your order at ethosroasters.com. And they have a varying selection, changes every single month, which is awesome. Hell yeah, I'm still waiting for my swag too. So Brandon, what, what don't talk with your mouth full. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna call your mother right now. That way she can come in and reprimand you because you're you're on camera right now eating with your mouth open. So hold on. Mother, make Brandon clean his room. Okay, sent. Let's get into it, man. <laughs> it's it's Royal Rumble season. It's Rumble season to WrestleMania. So oh, now best time of the stepping year. up their game. Yeah. Man. Mac was in the house. Brandon likes to, Brandon doesn't like foreplay. He likes to get right into <laughs> the meat and potatoes uh, of things. And it's it's really disturbs me, you know. I, I like foreplay. I, I mean, I don't know about this kind of foreplay, but <laughs> What what did you want to? Where are we beating around the bush right now? <laughs> How are we gonna? What do you want to tease? You want to talk about what 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 do you like about the Royal Rumble? You know, besides it being on your birthday, was there was there anything else about the Royal Rumble that makes it your favorite pay per view? Um, I, I I like how chaotic it is. Um, what what the hell happened to the camera? Like it, the the lights went all dark on me there. Um, what I like about it is, I mean, it's just really chaotic. Uh, you know, it, it's the best of the best come out. Uh, we usually get surprises. I mean, the surprises in the rumble, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, it, it's just, it, it's also like you get to see the rise of a superstar. Usually, you know, like, I don't think it's a coincidence. I associate the Royal rumble with Shawn Michaels, you know, Shawn Michaels, um, really, you know, really came up in the rumble. I mean, you have 95 where, you know, he went from pillar to post. I mean, he went from number one all the way to win it. Uh, first guy to do that. Uh, 96, he won it again from a later number, but by then he was established as a baby face. Um, I don't think it's a coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence that I like this. Uh, my lights are cutting out. I don't know if you could tell that right now. You see how I'm like slowly getting darker, Brandon? I want you to look at the beginning of the podcast where I was like, like look uh caucasian oh, really now i look right okay right now i look african-american so i thought it was because of the, the window thing there but never mind i thought so too and then i was adjusting it and i was like oh it's not working see see oh man yeah <laughs> i mean it looks fine I mean, am i still pretty to you that's all that matters to me we can still see your face so am i still pretty to you though <laughs> Why won't you answer me, Brandon? Why don't Why don't you find me attractive anymore, Brandon? I mean, what do you want me to say? Really? What do you want me to say? You're so awkward, Brandon. You know, can't a man tell another man like, "Hey, you're you're pretty pretty dude." 
You can. And this is a pretty dude, Finn Ooh. Balor. Yes, let's talk about Finn Balor. That transition, though, I love it. Let's talk about Finn Balor. As soon as he was announced, um, you know, as the guy facing Brock Lesnar, uh, I knew that WWE booked themselves into a corner. And I don't know how you feel about this. So you tell me. I don't feel like this is a good situation for Balor. And assuming that he doesn't win the title, either way, this isn't good for, for Balor. Um, and that has to do with the demon character. So you have a situation where um, if Balor comes out as Finn Balor, you know, the man, Finn Balor, not Becky Lynch, the man, but the man, Finn Balor, um, you almost feel like he's not winning because, you know, his super character, if you will, is the demon. So if he comes out at the man, you're like, uh, uh, as, as the man, you're like, oh, he's losing. Now, the other problem is if he comes out as the demon and he loses, it's going to make him look like a dick. Like he's just going to look like an asshole because he lost to Brock Lesnar. His strongest character couldn't beat Brock Lesnar. So I feel like WWE has booked themselves into a corner with the situation um, if Balor's losing. Now, if he wins, I think the only way to rectify it is if he comes out as the man, because by the way, spoiler, spoiler alert, he's coming out as the man um, at the Rumble. Um, but you have a situation where if he comes out as the man and wins, then maybe it makes Balor look even stronger, but then it crushes Brock Lesnar in the process. So who knows? I don't know, man. This is the perfect opportunity for the swerve. So right. I'm and that's excited kind of, about it. That's that's what I'm hoping for is that they they kind of swerve us. And, you know, we have a situation where, um, you know, Balor is. Hold on. I mean, we eat this. <laughs> yes, Brandon. Why do you sound so turned on by eat those coffee? Um, but anyway, so, <laughs> yeah, we, we do have an opportunity for a swerve. And I hope we get swerve because I don't want to be able to predict the outcome of this match. I want ha to have something where uh, Balor comes out stronger, Brock comes out stronger, and you know everybody's better for it. So I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Uh, so, what do you think, Brandon? What do you think is going to happen? I think we're going to get swerved, man. It's going to be good. Everybody's going to go home happy, and we'll be singing the praises of the pretty man, Finn Balor. Balor Club is for everyone. <laughs> Oh man, I can't. I don't think we could say the off-color jokes that we say like in person with each other. But like we were doing this nonsense where we were like, "Baller clubs for everybody, except you, fat boy, and you." And you know, we might have been saying something a little bit more derogatory than that. But you know, all tongue in cheek. We're, you know, but we were like talking about like if Baller turned heel, I guess. And, like, baller clubs for everybody, except you, in the front row there. We all know how you really feel, Kenny. <laughs> it's true. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, guys, I mean, I should say, we we have a group of friends, you know, that we're all eclectic. Like, we're all different mixes. I mean, it's it's awesome. We, we, we rag on each other, you know, race, creed, sex, whatever. But it's all a good fun because all of our friends are mixed. All of our friends, like, rag on each other. And I think, especially in a world that's, like, so PC now, I think it's kind of cool to have those friends that like don't get offended at everything you say. Um, you know, like, I mean, I have uh, Brandon, I'll put you over right now. Like we, you know, I have a friend 
one of my best friend here, Brandon, that's black. And he Aww. says more, he says more black jokes and like, I mean, derogatory black jokes than anybody I know. And, you know, I can respond in kind and, you know, we can say things about Asian people, which I'm half Asian. And, you know, we have Spanish friends that we brag. It's like, it's okay. Like we don't actually mean it. I love everybody equally and I hate everybody equally. I hate you all. Uh, especially me. Right. Especially you. But, you know, I have a saying, which is I'm not racist, you know, uh, two things, well, two catchphrases. I have two catchphrases, which are one, I'm not racist. I hate everybody equally. And two, the other one is I'm not racist. I have a lot more to hate about you on an individual basis than the color of your skin. Let me tell you that right now. That applies to you, Brandon. That's right. <laughs> but I hate my skin. Jesus. <laughs> well, I love I love your skin, Brandon. Brushed up against me. I need some proactive. Speaking of brushed up against me, yeah. WrestleCrate, our latest sponsor, <laughs> use code SAVEKENNY for 20% off <laughs> of your first WrestleCrate, guys. Uh, we're going to be getting it pretty soon, doing a special unboxing video. Um, Brandon might be able to keep something out of the box. I don't know if I'm going to let him. He might be able to keep the box itself. I'll take the box. If it's a cool yeah. box, I'll take it. Okay, I'll give you the box. Deal. I'll take everything inside. But I'm anyway, I, the people together. <laughs> one wrestle crate at a time. But back to Finn Balor. Um, something they did on Raw, which uh Vince did, was they discussed the story of David and Goliath, which only Vince McMahon can get away with the blasphemy that he said about <laughs> the story of David and Goliath. He's like, you know, he ate too many mushrooms and People, David <laughs> lost to Goliath. And like, I mean, he basically it was just like making fun of the Bible. Uh, only Vincent Man could do that, uh, which is awesome. And I'm going to let you all in on a secret. Uh, the general consensus is that um, Vince McMahon doesn't like Finn Balor. Right? Is that the general consensus that everybody has? I Brandon? guess people feel that way, like on the intranets. Right. But I, I think it's a work, man. Right, exactly. And and that's the thing. The intranets, as you so eloquently put it, don't use their head on this. Vince McMahon is what? What is his genetic makeup? What is he made of? He's Irish. You have Finn Balor, who's what? Irish. So if anything, if it, uh, he probably didn't put the rocket boosters on him because he probably felt that, you know, there might be some people going, well, you see, he just pushed him because he's Irish. So Vince probably just put the cooler, put Put him on the back burner a little bit. He did have the universal title. Remember, he was supposed to have a run with the title, guys. He got and then hurt. by the right by the time he came back, um, you know they had moved on, and you know he probably would have had the title for that entire year, you know, done some other stuff. But you know they had to put him on the back burner because they had some other guys that were on the come up. Now we have a situation where yeah, there there's a raw roster that's devoid of a strong babyface. So now they're pushing him. But now, of course, we have AEW coming up. So people are like, you see, they're pushing Balor because AEW is happening. No, no. If you've listened uh, to me and Wesley from Flashback Wrestling, before he was even being pushed, we talked about the fact that we think 2019, they're going to push Finn Balor and how right we were. All right. And this is before the announcement of AEW. All right. This is where we saw it going anyway. And sure enough, Finn Balor is on his meteoric rise. Um, but guess what? The best thing that they did was, okay, 
if the intranets are reporting that Finn Balor uh, is not liked by Vince McMahon, let's go there. So the Vince McMahon character, the Mr. McMahon character, is saying, oh, I don't think you can do it. So, of course, you know, the neckbeards are like, you see, Vince doesn't like him. So they're going to get behind Balor even more. Vince is the be the best heel in the business. Do you think they're doing the same thing with the uh, revival? Sort of throwing it out there. There's rumors that they want to be released and, you know, Vince doesn't really care for them. I think but so. really it's just sort of part of a big work. So I don't think it's that it's part of a big work. I think they are frustrated. But what they what I think is happening is they were like, look, guys, we won't release you from your contracts, but give us some time. We'll we'll let you, you know, rebuild and we'll push you a little bit. Let's just let's do this thing. So I think that's what's happening. I think they were frustrated. I think those reports are true. Maybe they didn't necessarily ask for the release, but yes, I think they were frustrated. So now you have a situation where, you know, you got uh, Dash Wilder going on social media and working people because he posted uh, a picture of the revival talking to Vince backstage from Raw. And he basically said, hey, Vince, do you have a moment to talk about our contracts or something like that? Like his caption was something like that. So, I mean, I like that, you know, in the reality era, it's like, OK, if, you know, people are going to report these things, let's just go there. Let's just absolutely go there. And then, you know let's you know turn a work into a shoot brother you know that sort of thing and or shoot into a work or, or whatever you know let's just let's just get uh let's just get meta with it you know and have people go wait is that true or not and that's how the wrestling business should be you should kind of feel like wait are they talking i had a conversation with with someone i won't mention who they are just don't want to out them but they had a conversation where they're like but reports show uh kenny omega kenny omega is going to aew all the reports show that i go do they and he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, he hinted at it on being the elite. I said, okay, and you believe it? And he's like, yeah, well, you know, and he he basically is arguing with me like, yes, these are true. And I was like, okay, but you're the same guy who told me Maria Canellis had gone and said, we didn't request our releases. And he believes that. Okay. So he believes that because that came from Maria's mouth. I said, no, she could be working you too. It, it, it can all be a work. It can. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying it, there is a possibility. Now reports are coming out that they were supposed to have a Valentine's Day special, you know, Mike and Maria Canellis because the power of love, that sort of thing. And now it's canceled. And now they're, they, they weren't on the road this week. So again, here we have a situation where Maria has said, hey, we're, we didn't request our releases, but why was their special canceled? And why are they off the road? Nice. See, they found a way to protect the business through fake news. Right. But that's the world that we live in now. And I, I want to emphasize that to people. And, and I, this goes to, you know, everything. This goes from the presidency to the government, to wrestling, to, to everything. You don't necessarily believe what you read. If you notice the way I post it on our Instagram at Kenny for your thoughts podcast, the way I always post things are rumors coming out that this is happening. I never say, hey, Mike and Maria Canellis um, requested their release today. Never say that because you always have to have an air of doubt. There always has to be you know, something in you that takes everything with a grain of salt in today's day and age. Not like Brandon, who just believes everything he reads on social media. <laughs> Free R. Kelly, damn it. <laughs> God damn it, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> He was set up. No, let me let me rant a little bit on that. You know, let me tell you something I feel, right? 
I a lot of people were talking to me about that stuff, and I said, well. Fuck, fuck this R. Kelly situation. And they almost looked at me. I'm like, they're like, you think he's innocent? I go, no, I don't think he's innocent. And that's the problem I have with you all. Because R. Kelly's been doing this for years. R. Kelly's been doing this since like around the time I was like three or four. And now you want to call attention to him? Like Dave Chappelle in 2003, I remember I was 14 years old. And Dave Chappelle's doing videos about, you know, parody videos about pissing on a girl's face at 14 years old, all right? Why do you think he did those parodies to call attention to the fact that R. Kelly was doing this shit? You know what I mean? And R. Kelly wanted to beat his ass back in that day. Why do you think R. Kelly wanted to beat his ass? I mean, do you think it's because he was innocent? I'm just saying, like, look, this is a situation it where... It wasn't him, all right? Right, right, whatever. But I'm just saying that R. Kelly has been getting away with shit like this for years. And now in 2019, people want to call attention to it. Why the fuck wasn't he getting prosecuted and shit back in 2003, 2004? I don't know. That's that's what I have a problem with is that he's walked around since that time just like a free man doing whatever the fuck he wants. He was set up, man. They set the man up. But it's all right. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We're going to have we're gonna, justice will be served. This is why this is why I don't let I don't talk about actual issues with with Brandon on the show. Brandon's always like, it doesn't matter what you say. Like, it doesn't matter what you say. You could be like, uh, I have twenty dollars in my hand, Brandon, and you physically show him twenty dollars. And Brandon's such a politician. He's like, well, is it uh, is it really twenty though? Is that what they made you believe? And he's always going to show you like the other side of the coin. You should have been a lawyer, bro. You really should have been a lawyer. Is that what is that what you were going to do anyway? You know, I think if you fold the $20 bill a certain way, it shows the tower's burning. <laughs> so, welcome to a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast, the podcast where we discuss conspiracy theories with Brandon Brown. Brandon. <laughs> but anyway, back into wrestling, bro. Actually, let's talk about something. You know, we talk about uh, my birthday weekend, right? It's a little sidebar for a second. Um so Friday, I did end up going to NXT Tampa, but I went with my cousin. Uh, so it was just me and my cousin. And How was we it? Were did you have a good time? Well, that's the thing. We were just expecting, like, oh, they're going to throw out some jobbers. Like, it's just going to be, like, a whatever show. And it was actually a pretty damn good show. Like, we had a lot of fun. And I think, dare I say, this is why our social media numbers went up. Because I was posting all night about stuff that happened. And if you look at our posts, I want you to go go look at them right now from NXT Tampa. You'll see like a ton of the wrestlers liked and, and commented on our stuff, which is pretty freaking awesome. Um, so, I mean, let's talk about the fact that the first, the first thing I'm just going to touch on like maybe two matches here. The first match was Velveteen dream and Rick Bukes. And my cousin admittedly is not um, like the biggest NXT fan. So he was just kind of like, all right, it's cool to see a wrestling event. Dude, when he saw Velveteen dream, he was like, his eyes were opened. Like he was like, this guy's a star. And I'm like, dude, he's 23, which, you know, my cousin's on the younger side too. He's like, there's no way. He's like, he's 23. Like, and I said, yeah, uh, he actually might be 24 now that I think about it. But my cousin was just like, holy crap. And so we really got to see like Velveteen control a crowd and he just has it. He has a star power. So let's talk about a tweet. Uh, let that segues me into you know. Let's talking about a tweet that the Velveteen Dream posted. Have you seen this tweet, Brandon? I have not. Here, I'm gonna post the graphic right here. So it says, "I know my worth. 
this past year, I've created a special atmosphere at NXT TakeOver until we can come to an agreement as to what my worth actually is. There won't be any appearances or performances from the Velveteen Dream or my likeness. Thank you. And Damn, so strong words from a strong man. Um, <laughs> but everybody's like, holy crap, what's going on? Uh, personally, I think this is a work. Um, I think this is a work because of the way he he's one that uses social media um, basically to uh, kind of further some storylines, things like that. He did put all of his tweets on. Uh, they're all protected now, so you can't see them. Um, and not only that, but if you look, it says until we can come to an agreement as to what my worth actually is, blah, 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 blah. My take on the situation is that he might be number 22 in the rumble. Mm. So I, I again I don't know. Let's see. Let's see if I'm right on that. But um again, it's just the way it's kind of cryptic how he posted it. So let's see. Let's see what, what comes of the Velveteen Dream. I really do hope. I don't think he's coming to the main roster, guys. I don't think mm. that's what it is. They do sometimes do like a one one off with an NXT guy. They did it with Adam Cole last year to just kind of like see what the temperament of the main roster is. They've done it with Sami Zayn before. You know, so like, let's see what the temperament is. Um, if this, if these guys did come to the main roster, what people would do? Hell yeah! What's the other match you wanted to talk about? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's. I guess we are still talking about NXT Tampa, right? Yeah. So let's see. I mean, uh, another one, uh, one that actually got reposted by the gentleman himself, Brandon Williams. Uh, I didn't really like the guy when he came out. Uh, <laughs> it, it was funny. Like, I mean, you know, he was just like, uh, like to me, I was like, oh, cool, he's cool. But this guy, like, you got to have something special about you. He does this thing where he does like a cross leg and he sits. And maybe I'll post the clip right here. But he does a, a cross uh, cross leg and he just sits in the corner. Well, he's doing that. Punishment Martinez comes out. And then he's uh, in the other turnbuckle. And the crowd's going, sit, 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 sit. And that's what I uh, he reposted uh, from our page which was that chant and then him doing the sit and everyone going, yeah, like they're popping like crazy for this cross-legged sitting action. And, and it was the craziest thing I'd ever seen. Is it Spinner Rooney worthy? I mean, I don't think it's that good, but like at the same time, like you got to have some kind of charisma to you if, if people are chanting for you to sit and, you know, so you're doing something right, I guess is my point. Um, but I did want to talk about something here that you're going to get jealous over since you didn't show up to NXT Tampa. Uh, I'll have you know that we were seated right seated right in front of Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai what? when they were doing their autograph session, and no. they are absolutely beautiful in person. Brandon, uh, it, it you would have been completely jealous. Um, I wanted to, yep, I wanted to wait to tell you that in the podcast because you're a bitch. Oh man, did you get did you get a, anything signed or no? I actually did. I don't know. I didn't. It's not that I didn't have time. It's just I. I don't know. Like I'm not the type to try to like go get a signature from a wrestler. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean anything to me. Like, uh, you know, what means more to me is like having in, an interaction with a wrestler where it's like not necessarily like oh I'm a big fan of yours, but like a genuine human interaction. Um, right. So let's talk about that. Actually, um, I posted a clip of uh, from the Chris Hamrick interview of Tommy Dreamer, and. Uh, it, it was a situation where, you know, Hamrick was talking good about Tommy Dreamer, which Hamrick says, you know, basically I had to edit it down to two minutes to where he talked about good, good about Tommy Dreamer because he was talking bad about him for about 45 minutes. So 
But in all seriousness, God damn it, Brandon, you don't even react. You don't even laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was listening to the, to the story. <laughs> but um, so we, we have a situation where so I posted it. Uh, it's Chris Hamrick talking about Tommy Dreamer and, you know, all the good things that he did. And Tommy Dreamer reposted it on my birthday, which, again, it's cool, the, the, the timing of it all. Uh, he posted it on my birthday on his page. think this is why our followers went up again. And he basically said, you know, you know, thank you, brother. I'll post I'll post it right here. Um, but, you know, you're kill you're killing me. You're, you know, pe- basically that people are supposed to think he's hardcore. And here, you know, we're saying nice things about him. Uh, but what was cool is I commented back on it like, hey, like I really appreciate it, you know, especially on my birthday. Like I really do appreciate that. So Tommy Dreamer actually uh, direct messaged me, DM'd me. I got, I got Tommy Dreamer's DMs. Yeah, Tommy nice. Dreamer slid into my DMs, uh, hardcore style. And you no, know, but he generally said, "Happy birthday, brother!" And like, I appreciate that. Like, I mean, you know me, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I got a friggin' happy birthday from Tommy Dreamer. That means more to me than an autograph, you know, from Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane. Like, I would rather like, you know, slide into the I, DMs. <laughs> I walked it right into that one. God, I hate you. Uh, yes, yes, Brandon. Yes. <laughs> I'd like to get like a picture. I think that'd be pretty cool. Like with them. Well, like, you know like the one that I did with uh, James Storm. That was great. Yeah. And uh, you did it with James Storm and Madison Rain. Let's yeah, I got a yeah, yeah. pictures up there. Um, but, you know, it, it's I would have gotten a picture with you. Like I would have taken a picture with you uh, if you were there because that would have been funnier. But like, no, I didn't want to like a picture by myself, like with Kyrie saying, looking like a fanboy. Yeah. Maybe I should have just for you. I, I really should have just been like, hey, guess who I read it to? And, like, you you know? rubbed it in my face. I definitely would have rubbed it in your face. That's it's true. So <laughs> speaking of rubbing things in your face, have you have you all seen our Twitter? Uh, Twitter.com slash Kenny podcast. We don't have a lot of followers there, so for the love of God, follow us on Twitter as well. We'll start being a little bit more social on there. Brandon has agreed to take over our Twitter. What? Especially, uh... right, especially since one of our followers, and let's give her a shout-out right now, is Taylor Hendricks. Oh, yes. <laughs> so that's why Brandon has agreed to take over our um, our social media, our Twitter, if you will. Twitter. Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, I w- What's no, your like, first tweet going to say? I'm going to say, hey, Taylor. Come on the show. That's Let's true. Big league it. Let's big league it. <laughs> Let's keep it rolling, man. I'm down to do some uh, some interviews. <laughs> but let's keep it rolling with NXT Tampa. Um, again, I just don't, I don't want to spend too long on this, but just the two other things I want to touch on. Well, first of all, uh, Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai um, might have been match of the night or second best match of the night after later on some another match happened that I was like, I think that topped it. Uh, but it was a fatal four-way elimination tag team match, which was crazy. It was Kyrie saying Io Shirai uh, versus Mia Yim and Xia uh, Lee, Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah, and then uh, Marina Shafir and NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler. Damn. Such a good match! Like it was like the best of the best in the women's division, um, you know, on display. Again, we were surprised at this card. Like we thought it was just going to be like you know nobodies. Um, the next match again was good. Dominic uh, Dijakovic. I'm always butchering his name. Sorry. Uh, he actually liked the picture I posted. Uh, he defeated Kona Reeves. Kona Reeves has come so far since the last time we've seen him on NXT TV. Um, amazing. He was working that crowd with some heel heat. Um, we got Adam Cole 
uh, who ha- easily got pop of the night. Uh, he interrupted an in-ring promo from Mansoor. If you remember him from the Greatest Royal Rumble, he's one of the guys signed. Uh, they had a good match too. Uh, match of the night, again, I know I'm going quick because I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, uh, was Ricochet and Casey Catanzaro against Shane Thorne and Rhea Ripley. Such a good match. Shane Thorne and Rhea Ripley together really did well. Uh, Ricochet and Casey Catanzaro don't want to take away from the match itself, but you know they are dating, so maybe this is why what, what I'm about to say uh, is true. I did not, like, when you are partners with Ricochet in the ring, you basically have somebody uh, there who's going to easily be the best wrestler in the match. Casey Catanzaro was almost step for step with Ricochet, and she is new. You know what I mean? She's green for this, you know, for the sake of the wrestling business. She's pretty green. She hit the move of the night. She does this like flipping stunner thing on Rhea Ripley, which I got to give Rhea Ripley her credit because obviously she helped with the move. Um, it was the move of the night, got a good reaction, posted that on our social media. If you want to check that out, Rhea Ripley liked that post too. Um, it's just amazing. Amazing. I, I'm excited to see what K- Casey Catanzaro has, uh, to offer. Remember she was on American Ninja Warrior, so it's not like she's, you know, unathletic at all. It's just, but the, she's improved so much more since we've last seen her on the May Young Classic. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, Who, who's training those cats? I mean, Do you know, the, any chance? I mean, I'll say it like this. I mean, obviously they're doing some work with, you know, uh, Prince Albert, uh, what, what's his real name here? Matt Bloom, um, you know, and, and the other NXT trainers that you got, um, Sarah Amato. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, she's doing some workouts with Ricochet, you know what I mean? Like Ricochet is probably in the ring with her t- teaching her some stuff too. I mean, cause you know, they probably do have time to just, you know, hit the rings and, and kind of do what they do. Um, they're going to have some athletic babies, bro. Right. No lie. Speaking of having baby Shane Thorne, Shane Thorne has heat with me because <laughs> I posted something, uh, uh, like a tongue in cheek comment about he he came out on Rhea Ripley's shoulders like that. They, that's how they made their entrance, and I said something like, "This was the most you know terrifying entrance I've ever seen. It was intimidating. Blah 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 blah. I couldn't sleep that night." And Shane Thorne responded, uh, "I don't care. <laughs> you got heat with me, Shane Thorne." <laughs> Look in my eyes, son. You got heat with me. But uh, <laughs> no, it was freaking awesome. Again, all of this on my birthday. So uh, I was having the time of my life. And then uh main event was pretty awesome, but I won't get into it. Uh, I want to get back into, you know, Raw and SmackDown. Uh, you had Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish uh, over Umberto uh, Carrillo and Raul Mendoza, which was a, a great, great match. Hell yeah, man. We got some great matches. Speaking of another great match, how about my boy Drew McIntyre going up against the architect, Mr. Burn It Down himself, Seth Rollins? Um, these, you know, it's funny. I love those two, but I think I told you I, I wasn't feeling that match. I don't know why. Uh, it, I think it's just because they they overuse that match a lot. Like they've done it so much. Um. So it's always good, like it's always a good match, but like I'm kind of kind of over it. Again, it's not their fault. Uh, but I do remember because Seth, uh, sorry, <laughs> Drew McIntyre, um, did say something. You know, in his promo. Uh, go ahead, Brandon. What did he say? <laughs> you know, Drew McIntyre speaks the truth, man. Truer words have never been spoken. 
what true words because you're not off. telling our audience what words he said. And this is what Jadri says. She says, she says, there's zero percent chance Rollins will win the Royal Rumble. Right. I was like, you know what? He's damn right, man. <laughs> Drew McIntyre but knows what he's talking about. What irritated me is Brandon. The rest of the night, anytime somebody came out, like I think Nia Jax came out for you know on a, a moment of bliss, and he's like, Nia Jax has zero percent chance of winning the Royal Rumble. So like anytime, was that live? Was that live? I mean, we'll no. we'll see. But it, it, it was irritating because the rest of the night he just thought he was so freaking funny. He's like, Jinder Mahal has zero percent chance of winning the Royal Rumble. Baron Corbin has zero percent chance of winning the Royal Rumble, and it's like, no, right, no, who else? No, who else? Dean Ambrose, zero percent chance. <laughs> so that just became that just became Brandon's catchphrase for the rest of the night. Like, you know that guy who thinks he's funny, but like he doesn't understand that no one's laughing with him, and but he I keeps was trying with the myself. same joke. Right, he keeps trying the same joke over and over and over. Uh Brandon, you have zero percent chance of being funny. Speaking of funny, how about <laughs> Apollo Creed, Bobby Lashley, and the flex? You insist off. on calling him. You assist insist on calling him Bo- Apollo Creed. I'm sorry, Cruz, <laughs> aka Mini Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I I, I like this segment. I thought it was I did. Funny. I did too. It was a cool way to use those two guys. You know, they're kind of. Lame characters, it, you know, it showed Apollo Crews, you know, showed a little something, a little charisma, I guess you could say. Yeah, and that's what I liked about it was that he got he got to, you know, be a little bit more charismatic than he normally is besides just smiling at everybody. <laughs> um, you know, Apollo Crews came out. He killed it. I mean, he killed it. I, I like that side of Apollo Crews. Um, it was nice to see um, that he has, you know, more charisma than we than we thought. Do you see how dark I am now? Got dark. I am. The He's as dark as Apollo Crews. <laughs> wow Apollo Crews uh, has 0% chance of winning the Royal Rumble I just thought I'd put that out there right again this is what I dealt with all night exactly I'd be talking about something you'd be like Apollo Crews has 0% chance of winning the Royal Rumble um, a little sidebar I want to say congrats to Masato Tanaka who welcomed twins into the world this week uh, reports say yeah reports say they were immediately soothed by the divots in his forehead Anyway, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <And> I also <laughs> I also want to put this out here since apparently this is how you do it, okay? I Kenny Majid want to declare that I am competing in the Royal Rumble match. Okay? I'm putting my name in the hat right now because apparently that's how you do it. You don't have to earn it. You just have to say I declare that I will win the 2019 Royal Rumble match. Brendan, are you going to enter with me? You know what? I'm going to take advice from Drew McIntyre and tell myself that I have 0% chance of winning the Royal Rumble. Brandon has 0% chance of winning the Royal Rumble because he's not entering. So obviously, you know, the chances of him winning go drastic go down. Did you see the sun come up behind me? They all yeah, know, that I'm, they know that I'm going to the Rumble. Oh, snap. We got to get to that. Yeah, look, can we talk about that? I know we're going to skip ahead right here, but, you know, about, the episode... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Brady. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, uh, I, 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 I like this episode of SmackDown for a Go Home Show. It, it had some, it had some solid moments. Definitely Go Home quality. 
Right. The so way it should what, be done, you know? Right. What pisses me off is we talk about it on, on the episode where we talk about WWE Evolution. So I think that was like episode seven or six or something like that. The, the thing that I have a problem with is like, why does WWE feel like anytime they have a go-home show, it should end with Randy Orton going, like literally. It's what's best for business, man. You had a match. You know, again, we're skipping ahead, but let's talk about it. You have the two out of three falls match, which was easily the best match of 2019 to date uh, in WWE. Um, you have Andrade versus Rey Mysterio, and uh, Zelina Vega was banned from ringside, so that was upsetting. What, what, who, whose idea was that? That's right. We can't. Right. You try to bring these the last episode, yeah. right? The last episode we talked about sex appeal coming back to the WWE, and you take away Zelina Vega. What am I supposed to stare at? Rey Mysterio? No Come good. on, guys. Huh? I mean, he was looking pretty good. You know? How about his fire promo? Did you see his eyes? Or he came <laughs> on screen. He killed it. He knocked that out of the park. He's like Andrade. I've had surgery on my left knee <laughs> five times. You know, <laughs> remember those promos? <laughs> five star promo, baby. Uh, and I know it's been more than than five times now. But anyway, they, let's not sleep on their match. They had easily the match of the night. Uh, it was it was great, great stuff. Um, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. I won't get into like move by move, but it was just uh, the thing. The, like the fact that Rey Mysterio has been in the business like 30 years and can still go the way he's going and do it better than guys who, you know, are in their prime. Ray Mysterio is something special, and I'm going to miss him when he retires because yeah. they're not, there's never going to be another like Ray Mysterio. Andrade is coming damn close, but there's never going to be another Ray Mysterio. I'm going to let that, I'm going to say that right now. Uh, but basically, what we want to talk about is Samoa Joe attacking them, you know, at the end of the match. And then out of nowhere, Randy Orton comes with his RKO, uh, his music <laughs> plays, and the show ends with like, join us at the Royal Rumble. And Randy Orton's like, like doing this number. And we were joking. We're like, are they gonna? We were joking about it. You remember? We're like, are they gonna end the show with Randy Orton posing like, like always? And sure and then, enough, and then sure enough, he hits the pose, and we just all like, we just start cracking up. It was, it was. We were marking out, man. We were marking out. We were, we were marking out. I was like, are they gonna do it? Are they gonna do it? Um, but speaking of the Rumble, um, have you heard about John Cena? I heard he broke his ankle, but he didn't or something. So, so what, yeah, there were reports. They took it down, but there were reports that John Cena injured his ankle and he wouldn't compete in the Rumble. And everyone was like, oh, is this a work? Well, again, we're getting rumors that what was supposed to happen was Cena was never going to be in the Rumble. What was supposed to happen was that Lars Sullivan uh, was supposed to attack Cena, taking him out of the Royal Rumble match. But now that, you know, Lars Sullivan has had his anxiety attacks and, and he's not actually debuting yet, at least, uh, that they had to just pretty much say, oh, Cena injured his ankle last week. Uh, but I think we all knew it was a work once Cena uh, injured his left ankle and then hopped out on uh, selling his right ankle. <laughs> <laughs> I like the... Uh... That little bit I think he put out the social media. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, talk. You, you swipe it, and it's him doing the promo about doing the heel turn. Yeah, so <laughs> I posted something awesome. about like footage of John Cena's ankle injury, um, and I said swipe left if you want to see uh, Cena turning his ankle. And then it's a promo from 2013 of him doing like the heel turn, like saying like you want a little heel turn, and then he's like just you know twirling his ankle a little bit. 
that's how I like to do on social media. I don't like to be completely serious. I knew everybody and their mother was going to be like, is John Cena going to make it to the Rumble? And so I was just like, let me just do something tongue-in-cheek. Um, but uh, speaking of tongue-in-cheek, let's get back to the Revival, bro. See, you, you notice our transitions don't make sense? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> but it's all right. I guess it's stream of consciousness. Stuff. Yeah, whatever's right. helping you go. So, so, Brandon, you're a casual fan. Let me ask yeah. you a question. And I, I wanted to ask you this, and I think we're going to get heat for it. I'm going to get the some revival. heat, but it's all right. right. The Revival. All right? Come at you're me, bro. Fan. Yeah. You haven't seen them on NXT. What's your opinion of The Revival? Yeah, when I, when I first uh, saw it, I was, I was kind of like, what, like, what, like, what is this? I think did I see him on an episode of NXT? Like it was just like a one-off. It was on I think in the background or something. And I kind of I didn't get what was going on. I was just kind of like, oh, it's like a throwback, like tag team from like the '80s or something like that, or even before that. It's like that you know, old school style. Um, I guess I thought it was kind of cool because it's like you know no flips, no kicks, just fists. But you know I I didn't think of them. I thought of them as just sort of you know enhancement talent or just sort of like you know heels just somebody for them to work with i didn't necessarily think they were gonna move up the tag division or whatever and tear things up um <laughs> you know i just thought it was sort of a silly you know throwback gimmick but that's pretty much what i thought about him right and and that that proves a point i have because i hadn't you know, seen I'm, him yeah i hadn't seen him anywhere else or in the Indies right beforehand or anything it's just yeah it, it's funny because i think people again we're gonna get heat for this one but a lot of people think that just because a tag team it was good on NXT, that it means that they should be amazing on the main roster. I never thought the revival was going to be great on the main roster because they didn't have anything that appealed to people on the main roster. People on the main roster are not necessarily just looking for work rate. You, there has to be something that captivates you, uh, you know, to the character. There's a reason why Elias is doing better than the revival because his character works a lot better. Um, while I think the revival is a good team, I personally like the revival. So it's, this is not my opinion, but again, this is more so I can step outside and see things from a, a more casual perspective. It's more so like the casual fans, like who the fuck are these guys? Like, I don't understand what their thing is like, okay, they're, they, they wrestle. That's cool. Do you think that's WWE's fault though? Or do you think it's just the revival doesn't translate well to the main roster? It's hard to say, man. I, I would kind of, I mean, now that I've seen all this, you know, controversy I, and it's see like there's a large, large segment of the audience that's like you know about the revival um and then you got these rumors of them asking for release and you know being unhappy sort of with what's going on uh i guess i'll sort of let it play out and see where it goes uh you know i think the one guy's a uh i think dash wilder or dawson uh which, who's the bald uh, that's Scott Dawson. Sorry, Scott. Sorry, yeah, Scott. Uh, I think Scott's like like a good talker and stuff. So I figured they built something around that. Uh, we'll see where, see where it goes from there. Yeah, I mean, but again, you're proving my point. You, you can even distinguish between the two of them. You know what I mean? Like that's that's to tell you something. Like they, I don't think it's WWE's fault. There's, you know, the revival is a tag team. I rather see go to AEW because I think they would fit somewhere that doesn't necessarily focus so much on character. Because uh, AEW has said they're not going to have a writing team. They're just going to have a booker, you know, kind of like old school. I think that's where someone like or a team like the Revival should be. Um, 
don't think they should be in WWE that is going to be more character based and they're never going to get the the appreciation, you know, that they deserve. It's kind of like they're who they're modeled after, Arn and Tully. You know, Arn Anderson and and Tully Blanchard were always straight shooters, always wrestle, you know, wrestlers. They came to the WWF and they had a decent run. They got the tag team titles as the Brain Busters, but they were always kind of meant for that WCW crowd because, you know, they weren't really hokey. They didn't have characters. They were just straight shooters. There was a reason why they were put with Bobby Heenan in the WWF because they needed someone like Bobby Heenan to provide, you know, the sizzle while they were the stake. Um, so it's not a knock on the revival at, at all. I don't want anyone think I don't respect the revival. It's more of like a, these things don't fit, you know, right. if anything, you know, NXT, I mean, maybe, were, yeah, maybe, maybe the, the main roster is sort of holding them back with the gimmick. Maybe they could give them more freedom and let them do something else. Let them, you know, show more of what they can do. Um, so I, I don't want to, you know, pigeonhole them or anything like that. But right. But I mean, we did see some good out of this, and uh, we saw Kurt Hawkins was the referee yeah. uh, in that match, and then uh, you know Zack Ryder came out to save him when the the revival attacked him. So now we got the Major Brothers, uh, Hawkins and Ryder, the Edgeheads, whatever the hell you want to call them. We have them back together. Uh, woo, woo, woo. That's actually woo, woo woo. You know it, but that's pretty cool because it's so funny how people's opinions are. Uh, somebody said, you know, Vince has a bullet in the chamber with Hawkins. And what they mean by that was he's lost over 200 matches. So if Vince decides, oh, Hawkins is going to get a, a win on you, he can bury the shit out of you just with that. I don't think he's going to bury the revival with that. It's like, I, I think it's it's going to be a big moment, you know, when when he picks up a win, you know, with Ryder, especially Ryder still Ryder's still hot, man. Like, it's so funny how they try to cool off Ryder. But he is always gets a great crowd reaction for nothing, and I don't mean nothing in the sense of like he's untalented. I'm saying like in terms of booking that he they've done nothing with him. <laughs> and, I didn't even know he was still there, man. Right? His, I mean, that's what his tights say. His, yeah. his tights literally say hashtag still here. So that's funny that you say that. Um, but I'm excited to see where that goes. I think that'll be a good little feud. Um, I mean, what do you think, Brandon? I think it's almost anyway. Almost, so like let's go into together. let's get into <laughs> <laughs> let's get into something that really upset me uh, from from last night, Brandon. Uh, I you know we we're talking about NXT Tampa. They're coming back here February twenty eighth, right? Am I right in saying that? I, I believe so. Yeah. It's right. So I sent you a link with the tickets. Oh. I sent it to my cousin as well. He's like, "All right, cool. Like I'm gonna get off. Let, let let's go. I'm like cool." Brandon texts me back and he goes, uh, might have a gig on the 28th. I'll let you know. So what I want to know, why did you respond to me? First of all, why do you suddenly have a gig on the 28th? No, I, well, I was looking to make sure I had that, that date open. Let me tell you why I know you're full of shit. Because <laughs> yesterday we were recording on Wednesday right now. Yesterday was Tuesday. And Yesterday, you told me that, or sorry, yesterday was Tuesday. Yeah. Usually on Tuesdays, you have a gig with Stefano, but you were at work yesterday. Right. So you skipped the gig there. No, no, no. I had, no, I had to work. Like, just, I didn't have that day off, like, because I had uh -huh. Uh -huh. other days off. Yeah. Right. Like, right, right. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I didn't 
it's weird to mention it, but one of the guys I work with had uh, some heart problems, so he's been out. So like my schedule got all wonky. I've actually been picking up a couple of shifts, uh, Brandon, stuff like that. So Brandon, hopefully you're a horrible person to track. make up a, a story about a guy having heart problems <laughs> to try to justify yourself. But what what really pissed me off was I say, oh, see, suddenly suddenly this gig has come up, and then you send me your fucking I'm driving text. No, no. <laughs> you, you send me your auto reply text that says I'm driving. No, I and I just go, wow. Like, I can't believe this. I can't believe this guy would do this to me. Yeah, no, no, no. That was, I was on uh, break, so I went to the car to listen to something on the phone. So when I texted you, it was, it was connected to the... You know, you always you always have an answer. You always have an answer for, for everything. It's really convenient, Brandon. You know, between making up stories about Joel having a, uh, you know, the Dreamers awake on a day and then having a performance and then a gig on the 28th. It was all that one day. It was bad. I have Joel's number. If I ask him right now. You can. Did Brandon go? Yeah, I was like, there. Uh-huh. I was there. Like, I believe you. It was good. I had... I'm, uh, I'm more confused by... I'm more confused by you right now than I was with Ronda Rousey's promo on Monday. Dude, Ronda. What the (laughs) hell happened with Ronda Rousey? She went all marble mouth. She was studying from uh, the Scott Steiner dictionary. And it was, it was really like, okay, Ronda Rousey usually has fire promos. I know a lot of people don't think that, but I do. Uh, She usually just hits it out of the park, but she was just like, "Uh, well, uh, if she goes, like she looked like she was on crack. I was like, yeah. what the hell going on with Ronda Rousey? Like, Ronda was, was hype, man. She was, she she was, was like, yeah, hype. right. It was like too much emotion going on, and and she couldn't but, filter it out properly. Yeah, yeah. but it kind of that's made, how it came across cool to me a little bit because it's like it shows well, like she she's like getting emotional, like riled up about true. it almost. Right, I agree with that. Uh, not only that, by the end of it, she had like kind of come back and kind of killed right, it right. by the yeah. end. So, but the middle of it was like she was just really confused. Uh, but you know, kudos to her because she was able to rectify it by the end without kind of seeming too stupid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not a yeah. lot of people could do that. So, I mean, let's give her her props. Uh, that was pretty good, dude. I, I'm liking this. What they're doing with the. Uh her and the boss man i saw some fire there you know look like they're, they're getting in after each other yeah i'm digging it um yeah i'm digging it too because i think you can see sasha's really invested in this feud uh ronda has gone on record as saying the person she's wanted to face um was sasha banks so i mean uh she's invested in the feud too so i mean i expect a good match at the rumble which is which is pretty awesome right now did sasha have a wardrobe malfunction on this Oh God, of course you can mention it, but yeah, so she did. Uh, we, we were wondering why the screen went black for like, you know, <laughs> like five seconds. Yeah, I thought it was like your feet or something. No, her like, pants like glitched out. Yeah, her and pants I was like, completely what? came down. Like it was, it was kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, that did happen. And, and Brandon and I missed it. Brandon especially is upset. Yeah, I'm a little upset about this guy. So, <laughs> but you know what? You know what sort of held me over? the uh debut of lacey evans yeah you know it's funny i was like you know we skipped over something with alexa bliss but that transitions us right into it so thank you for that uh we had a big announcement um which was alexa bliss is competing in the royal rumble not you know she's been on the sideline for a little bit with a concussion uh she's actually going to compete which was great like that got a good crowd reaction like we were like oh yeah and then out comes lacey evans interrupted which was like perfect heel heat and she was like 
I got something to say to all you nasties. And like, she plays her character to a T, man. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what she has to offer. Because, I, like I mean, she, for a first promo, like coming out cold, as in like no backstory to Lacey Evans, nothing. Because remember, we're talking about casuals. I know you've probably seen her backstory on NXT and, and stuff like that, but she's coming out cold and she's talking to an audience who might not know who she is. And she did it. She did well. Um, we were kind of marking out over it, you know, because we've seen a little bit of her before. But I mean, I think she, again, I've said it before, I'll say it again, out of all the people that are coming to the main roster, I think she's going to be the success story if I had to pick one. Right. Um, and that includes EC3, which I'm, I'm sad to say, but uh, <laughs> they're doing some weird stuff with him right now. You know, he's he's pretty much just coming back as Derek Bateman so far. <laughs> this is Derek Bateman too. 2.0. Right. No, 3. Oh, uh, 3.0. 3. Yeah. Yeah, Derek they're going to they're going to they're call him DB, DB3. That's what we're going to call him from now on. We're going to call him DB3. <laughs> Should he like not not speak? I think that could be kind of cool. Man, I just, he just doesn't ever say anything. He just sort of like poses and like right. I'll give it some time, man. I, I don't know. I don't want to speak on the EC3 character because I'm kind of disgruntled with the way they've been doing stuff with him, you know, past couple weeks. But I'm hoping going into WrestleMania season, he does well. I'm hoping he's in the rumble. Uh let's see. Let's see. I'm just gonna leave it as open-ended and we'll talk about him another time. Oh, there was something I wanted to also mention. Um uh, yeah, no, there was actually, there was just two more things I wanted to mention on uh, SmackDown. Uh, one first was, uh, I was super digging Carmella's little uh, interaction with Charlotte backstage uh, about the Royal Rumble. Dude, people people sleep on Carmella. And it's 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 so funny because they're like, oh, she doesn't have a good character. She doesn't have this. Who the fuck are you? Like, Carmella's hit it out of the park. She always attaches herself. Think about this. Right? We're not talking about in real life sense. We're talking about it on screen. She's always been attached with some real good talkers. Enzo Amore, for example. You know, now R-Truth. Hell People yeah. People that, like, can do stuff out of left field and improvise really well. And she goes, boom. And she is able to improvise right back. You know what I mean? And she's able to keep up. Her comedic timing is just like this. She keeps up with them. And she's relatively, again, relatively new in the business, especially when she was with Enzo. Um, like, come on, guys. Like, you don't think she's talented? I mean, when she came up from the main roster, she kind of came up cold. Um, she came up with, like, a babyface character. There was nothing to like about her. And I said it. I, You know, I said it to you, if you remember at the time. I wish we had a podcast so that we could go back and, and listen to this. But I said they shouldn't have brought her up as a babyface because there's nothing to like about her. They should have brought her up as a heel so they can establish that cocky character and then turn her baby face. But luckily, WWE recognized that. They did turn her heel. And then after her heel run, now she's a baby face. Now she's getting good crowd reactions because now you have some substance to her baby face run. As opposed oh, to no. just coming up and saying like, yeah, guys, I'm the moonwalking, <laughs> you know, like and kind of like pandering to the crowd. Um, so, so I think sometimes if, if somebody's going cold as a baby face, turn them heel for a little bit because then you can get a baby face run out of them later on. Roman Reigns. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And the, the other thing I wanted to mention on the show was um, I didn't really see a lot of ROH or, you know, stuff like that. So I didn't really see Brian before his WWE stuff. Yeah. Um, so sort of like when he came in and then, you know, after the, 
stuff with the Miz, and he sort of like blew up with the Yes movement. Everybody's like, "Yes, yes, Brian, that's you know, he's super over." I kind of like, I kind of didn't get it. It was like, yeah, he's, he's a good wrestler, but that's just all he seemed to me. He's just like a good wrestler. There, there wasn't anything sort of about his character or what he was doing that was standing out to me. Um, but after the segment tonight, it's like, damn, I see it. I'm like, dude, this guy's damn good, man. He, he was like killing it in this, uh, so, in the segment here. And he's like, it's no, now D Brian, you know, he, he's in one of my fave five now, you know, sort of thing. Right. Like, right. He's in your fave five. Like yeah. he's number six in your fave five. He's number six in my fave five. So right. I'm like, dang, bro. My yeah. boy D Brian's my fave five. If y'all don't remember what we're talking about, Booker T used to have a fave five on when he was a SmackDown commentator and it would have like seven people. And it was always my boy D Bry, <laughs> you know, talking about Daniel Bryan. Um, but let's talk uh, about that. I mean, did you not see his run with Team Hell No? Like when he turned heel in two thousand? Yeah, I like that. I thought it was right. Like a funny that, sort that of that should have showed you some, some yeah. hints to his brilliance. Right. I mean, yeah. when everyone was saying yes, 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 he's like no, no, and like he's just going cra- batshit crazy. Um, that was good stuff, man. But I know what you mean. Like, there's a reason why a five foot eight guy with his size. Like now you see, right, why he's in the position he's in, why he's the WWE champion. Um, Daniel Bryan is something special. And, and, you know, without going into his ROH stuff, yes, like Daniel Bryan is is very, very special. And so is AJ Styles. Oh, yeah. I like that AJ Styles is is developing this new character where he's not like the white meat baby face anymore. It's it, He's more like the pissed off baby face um, that's coming after Daniel Bryan. Um, these two have like, reignited their feud and it's cool because you know obviously they were feuding before but it's almost like they've changed their characters since the last time they fought so now we're seeing like it almost feels like a completely new match that we're about to see um an interesting statistic just so you know since his debut aj styles has always competed for the wwe championship at the royal rumble and somebody's going to sit there and go, well, his debut, did he compete for the title? Yes, because that Rumble match was for the WWE Championship. It was on the line, if you remember that. Uh, so the next year he fought uh, next year he fought John Cena. The next year was Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. This year is Daniel Bryan. All right, so he's always been involved with the WWE Championship, which is a pretty cool statistic, uh, being in the WWE, um, you know, only since 2016. So that's pretty he, awesome. He's a phenomenal one, man. He is the house I mean, that he built, right? The house that AJ Styles built, and uh, you know, a lot of people might think that's a newer catchphrase, but that actually comes from his TNA career when he was telling Dixie, "He's like, this is the house that AJ Styles built." So, like, he he used to say that a little bit uh, back then. So he just carried that over to the WWE, which is pretty funny because I mean, he's only been in the WWE for you know a cup of coffee, if you will, a cup of coffee. Like, eat those coffee. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We already plugged it. Right. <laughs> Eat us. Um, Eat it up. Hey, but hey, it's it's Rumble time. Maybe we should talk about the Rumble, man. Well, who are you thinking? Who are you thinking for the men's? And who are you thinking for the women? All right. For the men's, I got to go with my boy, Drew McIntyre. I think it's time, man. You do? I think it's time. Drew McIntyre has a 100% chance of winning the Royal <laughs> Rumble. <laughs> Um, let's do it, man. Let's pull a trigger on Drew. So let's talk about the men's. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Seth Rollins, man. I'm thinking it's not so much that like if you ask me who I want to see win, I'm going to say Drew McIntyre as well. If you're asking me who I think is going to win, 
I'm going to say Seth Rollins because I think it would make more sense for him to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. But at the same time, I'm like, ah, I don't want to see Brock in the main event um, again. But it's what I predict. Uh, I think Seth Rollins is going to win. He's the strongest baby face they got going on right now. What I would like to see, right, if you want to talk about fantasy booking, I want to see Balor the man lose at the Rumble. I want to see him lose. Okay. And what I what I want to see is in the rumble match the demon to come out and so like because you know there's like a little sometimes they they talk about it if uh usually if the guy loses his title match then he gets to declare for the rumble like that's kind of like like the little rule that you don't actually hear about so sometimes the guys will come out later in the night whoever lost the match and enter himself in the rumble so it wouldn't be cool if he came out later in the night as the demon wins the rumble and then, I mean, but at the same time, you'd be like, why didn't he just fucking come out as the demon, you know, in, in the first place? <laughs> but, you know, just something like that. I mean, I'd be cool with, but I, I think Seth Rollins ultimately is winning. So, Brandon, right. what about the women's rumble? Over the women's rumble, I got, I think they're going to, I think Charlotte, I think, I think Charlotte Flair is, is winning it this year. That's, that's who uh, I got uh, to. That's who I got to is, uh, but go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you yeah, off. I, I uh, yeah, uh, which is cool. I'm perfectly fine with Charlotte winning it. Uh, if not her, I hope they pull a swerve and maybe have Carmella win it. That's a good pick. I mean, so um, she's coming in at 30. I mean, why not? Right. It's a good pick. I mean, but I don't think Carmella's over enough in terms of like, because remember, we're, I think we're going off the fact, and, and this is what I'm talking about, over in this sense. Um, I think we're going, you know, with the rumors that the women will main event Mania this year. So if that's, you know, the case, I don't think Carmella is going to be the one to main event mania this year. I think there's only two people that can win this match. And they're the two people that were the champions last year going into the rumble. And they're competing in their first rumble this year, which is Alexa bliss and Charlotte flair. Now, the problem I have with that is I think the casuals, the intranet fans, as you call them are going to shit on this either way. Um, because you know, they're not, you know, the biggest, uh, the biggest baby faces on the internet. I'll say it like that. Um, but at the same time, I think they deserve it. You know, um, I'm going with Charlotte flair as well. I think it's going to come down to Charlotte and Alexa. I think those are your final two. Charlotte, Alexa, final two, maybe Nia Jax is a third. Oh, you actually called her Nia this time. That was a mistake. I'm calling Tamina going out first. (laughs) <laughs> wow. You think you think they'll do like a 30 second thing? Like as soon as she comes in, somebody just kicks her over the top rope. I sure hope so. Alicia Fox has zero percent chance <laughs> of winning the women's 30 <laughs> Royal Rumble match. Uh, it's actually there. it's actually funny this time. I wasn't laughing uh during Raw, but this time it's actually funny. So let's talk about zero percent chance. So Scott Steiner, I'm just kidding. Um, but, <laughs> so Brandon, I mean, who do you think will be some surprise entrance in the Rumble? Who do you want to see? Oh man, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We haven't talked about it. Damn, surprise entrance. I mean, what could they do? Uh, maybe some of the NXT guys. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, let's not let's not talk about the. Well, no, let's talk about them. Who do you think is coming from NXT? So maybe. Well, I guess he's from NXT, but he's kind of on the show already. I guess EC3 will probably be in the Rumble. I think so. Yeah, I don't know if he's been announced yet, but right. um, I would say EC3 as well. 
I think we ran if they threw out like a like Adam Cole or something like that. You know what I mean? Just they did that last year. I, you know what's yeah. funny? A lot of people keep telling like me Adam Cole. They want to see Adam Cole. I'm like, he was there last year. He was there so last there's no, year. Yeah. It makes no, no sense point. for him to come out this year unless he's getting promoted to the main roster. To do something right. Yeah. Right. If he's not getting promoted, don't put him in this year. I don't want to see him because I want to see Adam Cole on the main roster. Um, if you're asking me NXT, I'm thinking. I told you already, Velveteen Dream. I think oh, yeah, he's coming out. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's going to be the one-off, as in the guy who's not coming to the main roster yet. But again, they throw him out as a like, hey, here's a, here here he is. Um, if you're talking about a call-up, oh, um, maybe what's his name? Um, uh, Black, Alistair Black, or something like that. Alistair Black would be good. Yeah. Alistair Black would be a go- good one-off. Uh, thanks for cutting me off. Sorry, but <laughs> um, if we're talking about surprise entrance, um. I believe it or not, I want to see like Mr. Kennedy come out. Like I want to see somebody oh, yeah, like that. Cool. Like, like you have Mr. Kennedy come out. I don't know if, but I don't know if he's popular enough to warrant a good reaction. I don't know. That's not bad. That's bad to say, but you know, Kurt Angle would that count as a surprise? Kurt Angle would. Yeah. yeah, sort of. You know, I want to see Jeff Jarrett. I think that would be like a, like a, Oh shit. Like Jeff Jarrett's here. <laughs> like that'd be right. it's crazy. Um, I mean, we have we have the normal rumors of MVP and Carlito every year. <laughs> hey, Roman Reigns, I'd mark out for that. Roman Reigns would be easily the biggest surprise. I think he'd 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 trump everybody in the sense because you know that would mean that his cancer is in remission, uh, that he's beat it, and that he's back. So I think yeah, Roman Roman coming back would mean something, and then I think that would change everybody's predictions because I think then you have a strong case for Roman winning the Rumble this year. But then, you know, he main events again at WrestleMania. It's like, I, I don't know if that would get a good reaction. I think people would go, instantly go back to shitting on him, <laughs> um, you know, as crazy as that seems. Um, but yeah, Roman coming back would be pretty awesome, man. Um, if we're talking about the Women's Rumble, for the love of God, can we get Victoria in there? Like, I don't oh, know why yeah. she wasn't in last year's Rumble. Uh, you know, and I, again, I don't know. I don't know the behind the scenes. Maybe maybe she didn't want to do it. Uh, but I would love to see Victoria um, in there. Besides that, I don't think you need too many surprises because last year's Rumble was pretty much all the surprise women, you know, in there. Uh, right. I mean, you had Alundra Blaze, Vicky Guerrero. You had, like, everybody. Everybody and their mother was in that yeah. match. Um so I don't think you you need as many surprises in the women's rumble. Victoria would be a good one, like I said. Yeah, like but a Shayna Baszler or something. That's what I was gonna say. Maybe you get Shayna Baszler in there, like the NXT people. You get Io Shirai in there. Yeah. Kyrie Sane was in last year. You don't need her again this year. I don't. At least my opinion. Right. I don't think get Io Shirai in there. Maybe get uh, Tony Storm since she's the NXT UK yeah, champion try, now. Yeah. So get the get the other women involved from the other rosters um, in this match. Um, Aiden you know, English, I think, in the men's side. Forgot to throw that out there. He's on the main roster. Why would he? I mean, oh. he, he also they also just <laughs> announced him to be announced uh, that he's now going to be on two hundred five live as the announcer. For wow! The, yeah, yeah, he's going to be a commentator. I should say. Nice. Um, yeah. So uh, it's so sad that they didn't do anything with him and Rusev after that feud. Um, it sucks, but whatever. Um, so hey, I mean, it's a Rumble episode, buddy. Maybe we should tell a little story before we go off air. Um, All right. So let, let's tell the backstory. I told this on our Instagram. Uh, I did an Instagram live on Sunday before episode 18, uh, but you all didn't get to really hear that if you didn't uh, didn't watch it. 
So let's talk about that. So the Royal Rumble is my favorite event, right, Brandon? Um, I've always wanted to go to a Royal Rumble, never had the opportunity to. And in 2015, being 26 and full of piss and vinegar, I said, you know, fuck this. I'm going to a Royal Rumble. And so what I did was I booked a flight to Philly. I had a friend. I have a friend that lives there. And I said, I'm going to the Royal Rumble. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm not even going to like, I, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't have a lot of money at the time, but I said, I'm going to do this. This is my birthday present to myself. Yeah. So I booked a flight. I was going to meet him there. Uh, we had two tickets pretty close. And then we were going to the Royal Rumble. Well, uh, as fate would have it, his father has a heart attack the day before the Rumble. <laughs> uh, he's fine now. He's fine now, but his father has a heart attack. So I'm without anybody to go to the Rumble to, but I already bought these tickets. So I'm like, I'm going to go. I asked Brandon if he wants to go. And he was like, uh, why would I go to some lame ass event with pencil neck geek like you? <laughs> and then he texted me back. I'm driving. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, we go. <laughs> so anyway, we go back. <laughs> to, I go to Philly. And my friend, John Pramal, who's agreed to be on this podcast, we'll have him on on another episode. But John um, uh, decided to buy a ticket to the Rumble. Well, I saw this on Facebook. And I, while I'm in the air, you know, going to the Rumble, I said, like, buddy, sell your ticket. I'm like, sell your ticket. I have a better seat for you. You don't have to pay me for it because obviously I was going to lose money on it anyway since my other friend wasn't going. Um, I'm going to give you this ticket. Just pick me up from the airport and drop me back. And he's like, deal. <laughs> So um, he picks me up. We go to Gino and Pat's. Ooh, and we have some, yeah, uh, Phillies. Right, right. I went to Gino's. He went to Pat's. Uh, pretty cool. So we split it just to see which one was better. I think we thought Pat's was, was better. So hopefully we don't have heat with Gino's right now. Yeah. But um, they can send some shit. sandwiches, though, if they want. Right. Yeah. And change our minds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So our new sponsor is Gino's. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so he picks me up. We go to the Rumble. Great event without going into detail. Uh, you know, that was the one where Roman actually won and, and everyone was shitting on him. It was so cool to be in that Philly crowd because like that heat was so strong. And I'm I'm from I'm a New Yorker, uh, but that Philly crowd was something special too. Um the the heat on Roman Reigns was just astronomical. Uh, but cool stories when we went outside, it was snowing. I hadn't seen the snow in years. Um but let, let's get into it. I, I actually slept on a bench just right inside the airport while it was snowing. So I was freezing my ass off. I didn't have a hotel room. And then I flew back. So I was Damn. fucking hardcore. Yeah, I was fucking hardcore back then. <laughs> Tommy Drew Marine got shit on me. All right. <laughs> but I tell you that story to tell you this. I waited 26 years of my life to go to the Royal Rumble. The very next year... <laughs> The very next year, they were like, the Rumble's coming to Orlando, Florida. Ugh. My heart sunk because I did all of that. And if I just waited one I mean, more year, you could have waited out. I would have just drove uh, my happy uh, ass in the sunny weather to Orlando, Florida and seen the Rumble. But we actually did buy tickets to that, Brandon. Row seven. I actually, we have a chair. Do you still have your chair? Because I still got my chair, bro, with uh, with the reins on it. Let's see. I, let me see if I can find it. But, but keep, keep going on. Yeah, Brandon's gonna search for his chair. I got it somewhere too, but that's cool. Um, 
So the Rumble 2016, we have a situation where Brandon actually drove. It was one of the nicest things he's ever done in his life because he didn't want to make me drive for my birthday. Or maybe I made him. I don't know, one of the two. But this is the pay-per-view where uh, you got... Hey, go ahead, Brandon. Show it off. Brandon found his chair. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you can see it. Here's the franchise player right there. Drubbing Reigns. This is my chair for Royal Rumble. Uh, if anybody yeah. wants to buy it, um, <laughs> let me know for the right price. $20, Brandon. It'll be more than $20, though. <laughs> so, but, guys, if you are not, if you only listen to us on, you know, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, um, basically all the audio streaming platforms, you're missing out on a great show. Please watch us on YouTube as well because you're missing out on looking at Brandon's chair right now. Brandon, show off your chair again. The date right there. I hope it's in picture. I think so. January 24, 2016. That was the debut of AJ Styles, actually. So let's talk about that, man. I might have to post that uh, with this episode. Uh, AJ Styles like made his debut that night, man, and we marked out like crazy. Or maybe I marked out. I don't, I don't think you marked AJ out. AJ Styles. Yeah, no, I was, I was marking out. I was stuff. No, no. The the thing, Brandon has heat with me from that night because Brandon was just <laughs> literally looking at football scores the entire night. He wasn't even watching the event. I was, but he had the championship games going on or the playoffs. Right. Wow. It was big yeah. time. Right, right, right. I was, right. I was I watching everything. I don't know. I was so happy. There's just so no, much going on. AJ Styles is coming out. Like I have a video. Oh, overly stimulated. And I'm like, ah, AJ, like, like, holy shit. And you look over at Brandon and Brandon's like this. Brandon's like, <laughs> I'm like, Brandon, AJ Styles coming out. And he's like, shh. One second. <laughs> like, I know you all think he's a nice guy from this podcast. Like you, th- but like I, the whole purpose of this podcast, besides wrestling, it's to tell you who Brandon Brown really is as a person <laughs> and show you how he treats me. Do, do you think I deserve to be treated like that? <laughs> it's not like that at all, guys. No, it is. Let me tell you why. Because the other night, like literally we're watching SmackDown and I said, well, yeah, let's on the podcast. Why don't we talk about Rumble 2016 and, and Brandon verbatim. And you tell me if I'm lying about this. You literally went, uh, did I go to that? It's hard. There's a lot of memories, man. Everything's kind of mixed up. There's a lot of events. So you didn't even remember you went because you were too busy looking at football scores. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, there's just there's been a lot of events. There's been a lot of special moments. That stuff is sort of kind of running together. And I was like, wait, did I did I go to a Rumble? We went to, you know, we went to a lot of manias. We went to, you know, other shows. And I know you, you go to it all the time. Brandon, we're right here. Fan of it. Right here. Look, boom. Picture of us from the Royal Rumble. Right there. You see oh, it? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, not yet, but I will. Yeah. You will see it. Not right now. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, you can't tell me we didn't go to the Royal Rumble. There were pictures. We actually ran into... This is uh, awesome, man. We ran into Angry Grandpa's like uh, son outside of the, the arena and stuff like that. Pretty cool night, man. Big wrestling fan. It's pretty good back but, uh, but AJ, man, like, I can't describe, like, we've been to Manias. I can't describe the pop that AJ Styles got that night. Like, it was just amazing. Like, the roof almost literally blew off the, the place. If you listen back to the audio, you can tell it was a big pop because 
you know, the silent part of his song hits. And on the broadcast, you can hear like the way the audio, that's not a sound effect. What happened was that it was so loud that the audio, like almost like, like the sound level just went like almost dropped. So that sound you hear that like, is actually the, all the fans going, like just losing their fucking minds at the same time. I will post a clip. Um, so you can hear the crowd reaction. This is going to be exclusive on our YouTube. All right, guys. So if you're not subscribed to our YouTube, subscribe now, and then I'll post this. Um, subscribe and like our videos, please. For love of God, like our videos. Brandon, you don't even like our videos. Come on, what's, what's going on, buddy? I, I um, gotta get out of that. I gotta jerry rig the algorithms. <laughs> Brandon's always trying to jerry rig stuff. I'm trying to do stuff organically, you know. But anyway, crowd reaction, AJ Styles, epic. But yeah, AJ Styles just has the best reaction of the night, and you knew he was going to be a big deal because they made him come in number three. Uh, basically when Roman had just started the match with Rusev tosses him out, AJ comes in and he was basically the, the workhorse of the rest of the match. Uh, it was, it was great to see that he got that respect right away. Honestly, but guys, by the way, check this out. A Kenny for your thoughts podcast case <gasps> own case. Yeah. If you want one of these, I'll post a link right here. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> We got some merch. We're moving merch here. Yeah, we're moving some merch, man. We got the the hoodies and the shirts on the way too. Um, that one I'm excited for. Um, I just got a I got a message from the fabulous truth. Oh snap! It says our road to WrestleMania starts this Sunday. Tell fabulous truth that we are marking out for both. All right, guys, we're we're running a little bit long. I think I think we'll let Brandon go because Brandon actually does need to get to work. Uh, and by work, I mean what I saw yesterday, which was, uh, when I was leaving and, you know, the windows, you know, I could see Brandon, Brandon was literally in the back of the back of the store seated, like hiding from everybody. He literally is just sitting and I tap on the window. I'm like, and I look at him like, you know, like I see you buddy. Like what the hell? So why were you just sitting down and trying to hide from everybody? I, I was waiting for the, for the lady to come out. Cause the ladies went into the. In the rooms, uh, uh, yeah. Okay, so, so from what out. I'm getting, what I'm gathering here is that you were. No wonder you think R. Kelly's innocent. You're waiting on some lady to come out. This is this is. I don't even know if I can air this, Brandon. This is, this is a horrible revelation that I have about you. Were literally waiting on a lady to come out. Yeah, that's why. Do what? Sitting. I had to go in there. I had to, I had to tidy up. I I think I, I'm I'm baffled right now. I think I'm gonna have to. Uh, end the podcast before and call the authorities on Brandon right now. Um, here, I'm going to call them right now. <laughs> Real big. Nine, one, one. I don't know if you could see that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to let Brandon go to work. Any, any final thoughts that you want to share, Brandon? That's right, man. Royal Rumble's coming. Excitement is building. We're getting into the meat and potatoes, at least on the WWE side. Wow. Riveting stuff, Brandon. But anyway, I do want to thank everybody for listening to episode 19 of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. The Bolognese. Uh, the Bolognese. Right. Okay. I want everybody to go ahead and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, if you could. Uh, please go ahead and subscribe again to our YouTube channel and like our videos there. 
Uh, we drop every Sunday at 8 p.m. Uh, this one actually will drop more more like 11 p.m. or so because we're gonna we're gonna drop it uh, a little bit after the rumble. Uh, that way, everybody can watch the rumble and then maybe hear if we were right or wrong in some of our predictions uh, right afterwards. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, the video version on on YouTube again normally drops on Sundays at 8 p.m. But we want to thank you for listening to episode 19. Have a good day, folks. Good night, everybody.